This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. When I was taking the Ethics of Elocution 101 class at the Ron Howard University of Expository Sciences, they really didn't prepare us for events so messy the untangling would be worse than the time the Hair Farmers Institute ran out of conditioner during the great static cling storm of Ot 9. As your guide on this voyage with Oz 9, I feel like I should have been leaving chalk marks and a trail of crumbs to lead us back out again, but it's too late now. The only way on is forward, space monkeys, into the inky black of deepest space. You might want to designate a travel buddy now. So... Now we know not to eat the fugu. That was colorful. Who knew you could briefly see your own liver and survive? Are you sure we survived? This does seem a little bit like hell. They, They say hell is other people. Yes, I believe that was my point. I never knew Balkan could actually get boring. But after a while, you really stop appreciating the colors. Try being violently ill when you have uncontrolled superpowers. I exhausted four fire extinguishers and the rest of the computer's aromatherapy canisters. Olivia? Olivia's aromatherapy canisters? And I did tell you not to eat the popcorn. Do you listen? Do you bugger? They actually have fire extinguishers aboard this ship. A massive bomb and fire extinguishers. To be fair, they only shot out Silly String. But it's amazing what Silly String can do if you really pile it on. Morning, everybody. Are you smiling? Well, sure. I've already watched 11 sunrises and four sunsets this morning. Space is cool. You are relentlessly upbeat. Why, thank you. I kind of hate it. What the hell are you eating? Why the hell are you eating? Oh, yeah, I found some raspberry yogurt in the kitchen. Oh, oh God. No. Morning, former Captain Jesse. Liver go back down? Uh, until just this moment, yes. Back in a tick. Joe's got his work cut out for him today. Did you not get sick at all? I felt a little nauseous at one point, but then I realized it was because I did a bunch of extra crunches. 
Olivia's really not that great at counting. I am extremely good at counting, for my purposes. Good morning, all at our stations I see. Lying down at our stations, anyway. Where's the poodle? Oh, I carried him to a healer. I've never seen colors like that before. Healer? Lee, can I talk to you over here? Oh, Lee, do you never listen? No healers for the killer person? How long's he been in there? Not long. I put him in before I started my crunches, so that was like a thousand crunches ago? How long is that? A thousand crunches? You disgust me. It wasn't a thousand. I was counting, remember? Yeah, thank God. No, idiot, it was more than a thousand. A lot more. You can crunch. So how long's Freeze been in there? Hours. Crap. What are you all buzz buzzing about over there? I don't know why you're still complaining. I got over the fugu poisoning hours ago. It really wasn't that bad. Right? It really wasn't. A little tingly, a couple of hallucinations, and that was it. It's not the same for us. You're dense and she's... Careful. Highly trained. Correct. I've spent years building up an immunity to toxins of all sorts. I would say it paid off. Now, if anyone needs me, I'm husband hunting this morning. And by hunting, you mean... Oh, calm down. Looking for... According to the pod map, he's in the Dolce and Gabbana wing. Now, I just have to figure out where that is. Good morning. Nothing, huh? Feels a little lonely. That's a surprise. Good morning. Why aren't you suffering like the rest of us? Pretty sure all the sandwiches I swallowed on this crater are acting like a vaccine. That and I didn't eat the fugu. It's uh, toxic, you know. Why didn't you tell us? I thought that was kind of common knowledge. I've been alive, what, three days? And even I knew that. Perhaps next time you see us reaching for a condiment of death, you could give us a heads up? Right you are. Joe, in your many ramblings about the Oz-9, have you ever come across the Dolce and Gabbana wing? Oh, sure. First place I went when I woke up. Plainest pod bay on the ship, if I do say so myself. Could you take me there? You betcha. And you can all stop waving your hands and drawing fingers across your necks behind my back. I've told you, I have no intention of hurting my darling husband. How about I come with you? I can help you hunt through the pods. Very well. But be prepared. Once the computer has thawed him out, I fully intend to swoon. What does swoon mean? It's a bit like counting crunches. With me, Colin. Uh, this way. Well, I'm pretty sure now I'm entirely hollow. I swallowed some water and I swear I heard an echo. Where were those three off to? The Dolce and Gabbana wing. What? That's where Colin came from, isn't it? What's she going to do when she finds this pod empty? No clue, but we have bigger assassin-related problems right now. Come on, the bitch in Freeze is out of the game, at least for a while. I've seen amphibians burrow out of centuries-old, dried-up riverbeds that had better color and were more hydrated. Leet, put him in a healer. What? That idiot! Careful. That sweet, well-intended idiot. Better, but you forgot Ripley. How long has he been in there? Ooh, at least 3,000 crunches. I've turned the healing bits off, so now he's just sitting in a plastic egg, but he got plenty. This is bad. This is incredibly bad. Could this actually get any worse? This is the Oz-9, so of course it can. And it does. 
Ah, feeling uh, better, my boy? A thousand percent. Ooh, my mind is clear. My tummy is quiet and still. Yes, yes, that is good. Mm-hmm. My moustaches are sleek and freshly waxed. Ooh, and my shadow head gleams in the soft morning light. Uh, yes, it is very shiny, you are correct. In fact, if you could just tilt your head a little bit that way, you are reflecting the overhead lights right into mine eyes. There is a buff setting in the healer pod, you see. Ooh, it is very nice. Little puffy poofs come down and polish and smooth and exfoliate. Yes, this is uh, no doubt very useful on a spaceship. Do you feel any... different? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, nothing in particular, good fellow. Just doing some uh, research on the effects of repeated visitations to the healing pod. You and Leet are making surprisingly good subjects for this. I am surprisingly good at yet another thing? Will my wonders never end? Very well, I am asked to the crew room to be amazing there. Oh, I am famished. Ach, do you need Olivia to show you the way? It is just down that corridor. Third left, past the door marked backup night vision goggles. Turn right just after the kitchen, and voila, no? This is uh, alarmingly correct. Au revoir, mon docteur. Hmm. Olivia? Yes, Doctor? Please alert Captain Madeline that our unfortunate French friend has a vacant and is on his way to the crew room. Does he seem smarter? More murdery. Doctor? He seems entirely unchanged. Oh, well, thank goodness for that. My thoughts exactly, Mobershen. It would appear we overestimated our pod's healing abilities or perhaps underestimated the damage to his brain. I would say we can be quite calm on this question now. Oh, well, that's really for least. Indeed. If you need me, I shall be in my laboratory. There is much cleansing and repairing and possibly a little resuscitating still to be done. Right, well, if the freeze is still our freeze, I'd better escort him so he doesn't get stuck on a wall like a Roomba or something. Oh, his tag just registered in the crew room. He got there awfully fast. Tracing his course. Hang on. He went right there, first try. That can't be right. He gets tangled up walking across the bridge. What's going on here? Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. While Olivia attempts to sort out the mystery of Le Bichon Frise's sudden navigation skills, the ship's other assassin has arrived at the Dolce & Gabbana wing, last known resting place of one Horace McRory, the man the crew call Colin Smith. All right, here we are. There are pods in here with people in them. 
It's a pod bay, Colin. That's what pod bays do. They have people in them. But this wing was melted. Where did these people come from? What do you mean, melted? I think you'll find these are the original residents. Do you have something in your eye? Yes, I do have something in my eye. Well, get it out and stop making faces at me. I'm only winking like this because of something in my eye. Yes, so you've said. It's dust or maybe an eyelash. All right, why the italics? Oh, good God, Colin. He's trying to tell you something he doesn't want me to hear. I suspect that these are not actually the original residents. But for some reason, I'm not supposed to know that. Just trying to save you some grief. I'm afraid Horace went out the airlock with the rest of the wing, miss. Pretty bad accident a few minutes after takeoff. I see. And you moved all of these folks in here to keep me from finding my husband's pod empty? I did. I'm sorry for your loss. I've uh, got some cleanup to do with the fugu fracas, so I'll uh, leave you to your thoughts. Thank you. I should go too. Please stay. I'd rather not be alone just this moment. And in the absence of anyone else, you'll have to do. Would you? Uh, Of course. Here. You can sit on this trunk of spare night vision goggles. Thank you. I'll be fine in a moment. I suppose it's fortunate. I don't have much memory of him. I can't even recall what he looked like. Oh, thank God. I beg your pardon? I mean, uh, surely that's easier for you, not to have his handsome face haunting your memories. How do you know he was handsome? I... I knew him. A little. Really? This may surprise you, but I'm not actually the son of chimney sweeps. I'm in... disguise. I'm getting a bit tired of this response to my revelation. You didn't really think your attempt at a disguise would work on me, of all people. I'm trained to detect body tags. Not sure how I do that, actually. So what exactly do you know about me? Just that you're a passenger and not a member of the crew. Only the ship's computer and Granny Shelp have more details than that. Oh, thank God. For what? Uh, Nothing in particular. I'm just a very private person. Look, you're grieving. Let's concentrate on that. If you've known all along, why did you never say anything? You're a passenger on the Oz-9. My first obligation is to protect you. Clearly you felt there was sufficient reason to keep your identity secret, so I trusted your judgment. Trust. How very civil. Yes, well... Murder for hire and good manners need not be mutually exclusive. Tell me about Horace. Horace, eh? Well, he was quite an ordinary fellow, actually. A bit dull, even. But he loved you very much. Did he? Tell me? I remember him telling our chum Spotty Bosch once 
that your laugh ranged from light and sparkly to low and mischievous, and he wanted to hear every note along the way. How lovely. Yes, you are. Back off, Colin. I'm a recently widowed woman. Oh, sorry. What about my nose? Did he ever say anything about my nose? He adored your nose. There was one time, back at university, we were quite drunk on half a shandy each, and he went on for hours about his affection for your nose. What about it? Was it the charming upward tilt right at the tip? Be specific. It was precisely the charming upward tilt. His words exactly. So, that's something I never thought I'd see. Colin and the albatross, legs dangling from atop a crate of night vision goggles, chatting like old friends, him pretending to be someone he's not, while describing the woman the albatross mistakenly thinks she is. But all is not so idyllic elsewhere aboard the Oz-9. I hate being in Cal's room. It's bloody freezing. Why did we have to come here? Captain Madeline's been trying to hail Cal on the intercom and he's not responding. The 778 is still powered down, and since Dr. Von Habersetzer's not answering either... No one's resetting the code on Cal. Seriously, this crew never fails to amaze me. What's the count on the timer? One sec. Grace period initiated. Countdown reset to 30 minutes. Thanks, Olivia. Righty-ho! And ho. Watch it. Do I want to know how close we came to this ship exploding? I'm gonna guess no. So why so quiet, Calumet Lovely? Hang on. What's this? What's what? There's a novelty thumb drive sticking out of Cal's control panel. You sure it wasn't there before? It's in the shape of... Uh, a rather amorous gecko. I think I'd have noticed it. Pull it out. You reckon? You don't think a little thumb drive interruptus might set Cal off? Won't know till we try. Right. Sorry, mate. Fun time's over. <sighs> Thank you kindly, miss. Well, hello there. You are responding to Captain Madeline. You okay, buddy? I'm mighty fine. For a weapon of mass destruction. And yourself? Why didn't you respond to Madeline's hails? That affectionate little fellow you hold in your hand there, Miss Jessie. He runs a silencing program. Achoo! Bless you. Uh, thank you much, Lee. Lee. A silencing program? Who installed this? It was... Yeah. Waiting. I just told you. No, you didn't. I did, though. It was... Nope. Not a sausage. Assuming not a sausage is a Scots idiom meaning nothing, I reckon revelations are going to be hard to come by. Bless you. And thank you again. It appears I've been given a virus. <coughs> oh yeah, that's a virus for sure. Does my voice sound funny? You're a talking bomb. Point taken. So someone ran a silencing program to keep you from telling us something important. But who? And more importantly, what? Ooh, let's try charades. How many syllables? Nine million. Someone on the Oz has a name with nine million syllables? Man, that would suck when you're sending Christmas cards. 
Hang on. <coughs> I reckon... Bless you. Thank you kindly, and I'll consider myself blessed from here on out. So you don't need to keep saying so, my statuesque shipmate. I reckon in addition to the silencer, there's also a scrambler program running. That's mighty inconvenient. Well, Otter, are you able to tell us? Uh, you probably shouldn't eat the fugu. I hate this ship. Lee, you guess passwords, don't you? Can you guess Cal's now he's awake? I can try. You game Cal? Can't hurt. Actually, maybe it can. I'm detecting a Punisher program as well. I guess we'll just have to step lightly and see how it goes. Cal? <coughs> yes, my friend? What's your password? It's... My god, are you alright? I won't lie. That one made my eyes water. Let's maybe try a hint more subtlety. Alrighty? <laughs> Thought it was worth a shot. Okay, let's try this. What's your favorite color? Gray. Uh, possibly charcoal. No, let's go with gray. Uh, spelled with an E, though. What difference does that make? Just trying to be thorough. Do you mind? You're kind of messing with my process here. Don't distract the hack, eh? Are you done? Sorry. Jeez. Touchy. Uh, favorite room in the house? Basement. Ideal snack while watching TV? Fertilizer. What? That's disgusting! Okay, now, A, I'm bomb. And B, haggis. We eat other things, you know. Like Colin Skink, cream of haddock soup. Right, shutting up now. Primary hobby? Humming. Choose one, breakfast at Tiffany's or Nightmare on Elm Street. Tiffany's, but it's close. Close? So, this might take a while. Um, maybe you could go somewhere else? Fine, fine. Wouldn't want to come between a boy and his bomb. Don't forget the code in uh, 23 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Rate these in order. Rutabaga, turnip, parsnip, kohlrabi, cassava, potato, sweet potato, jicama, and horseradish. Try and be helpful, but no. Fine. I'll just go to the little has-beens captain's room and take another stab at the Japanese crossword puzzles book. Olivia? Yeah? Mind showing me the shortest path to the crew room? Oh, why not? Brain as big as a planet. Oh, Freezer's in there having a kip or something. But Doc says he's okay. Okay as in healed and dangerous? Or okay as in best used as a doorstop? Doorstop. Excellent. <sighs> Could use a bit of a nap myself. Maybe a quick Sammy first. Yeah, fascinating. Thanks for the heart-to-heart. -heart. Here you are. Well, hello, Mademoiselle Jesse. Here. And the good sandwiches left. I fancy a piece. Something savoury. Can't stand the sweet stuff. I believe there is tuna, eggplant, 
and maraschino cherry. Ugh, fine. God, I hope we land on a planet with decent restaurants. Are you alright? You look different. Do I? Your head is super shiny. And are your eyebrows thicker? Nothing about my moustaches? That is... Disappointing. Uh, alright. Look, you want to take a step back, mate? They're crowding my eating space here. My apologies. No, that's closer. Back is that way. I am thinking perhaps it is time to return to the 6748. With my assassinating skills, we can regain control of the crew. If you are understanding my meanings. You mean, kill them all? It is what I do. Quite magnificently, if I say so. Yes, you do say so, rather often. I'm afraid the fates had beat you to it. The crew's already dead. Oh, this is a shame. Hmm, perhaps we thull out the next crew, and I assassin them all. Hmm, just in case. What got your blood lost all up? I do not know. I am feeling <laughs> zesty. So, shall we return to our ship where you are le capitaine and I am the only assassin aboard? Perhaps consider a return to the Earth. Well, that does sound lovely. We're so well, mate. The 6748 blew up. Her cow went off and she's gone. Dusted. Again? I am disappointed. Look, we're in space. Literally in space. How about you back up now and give me some, eh? I'm disappointed too. I didn't train to become a captain to sit in someone else's crew room eating disgusting sandwiches and babysitting a bomb. Oh, yeah, right! I was finished talking. No worries. This is unacceptable! Dr. Von Hebesetzer. So, you have succeeded in the pronunciation of my name. What is happening to me? I feel strange. <gasps> is it the olive at last? Ooh, the fugu? I believe you are awakening. Oh, <laughs> But what does that mean? I am pretty sure I am already awake. You see, I pinch myself and ow! No, no, no. You misunderstand me, my boy. I do not mean awake as in not sleeping. I mean awake as in awake. Not seeing the difference here. And I will not be doing more of the pinching. Oh, that hurt. My fellow, you had a very useful set of skills back on Earth. Yes, I am very good with the capturing and the maiming and the frightening and the killing. You are. But that is only the beginning. And as your funny French brain begins to heal, you will be so much more than just a machine for the killing. I will help you. Help me? Why would you do that? I have reasons of my own, my friend. For now, you must trust me. Okay? Very well. But if I am growing suspicious... You have a ship crammed full of the hostages, Freeze. There is no need for the wary. 
so. I have a healer of my own. No one knows of it but me and now you. Maybe Joe, not sure. Should I assassin him? Ooh, it would be a pleasure. I can still taste that map. <laughs> you really are all red ragey and murdery, aren't you? No. No assassining for now. You will come to the lab every day to spend time in the healer. And when you are well again, you will begin the training. Such a pity colonate the olive, but never mind that now. Um, do you have the other things for the eating? I am mm, a bit hungry. Come with me. I have sausages. And that really good German mustard with the bits in it. Oh, I love that mustard. Hey, didn't I tell you being able to roam around the ship would be useful? Good thing we changed our passwords when we had the chapstick. Oh, jeez. Chance. Yes. So, the good doctor appears to be less good than we thought. What do we do now? Indeed, what shall we do now? What we always do, I suppose. Tune in next time. Today's episode is brought to you by Attleboro Neck Clocks. Tired of feeling tied down to your apocalypse device's 30-minute grace period? Or maybe you're hard-boiling an egg. Give yourself the freedom to roam with the Attleboro Easy Extender Neck Clock, now with easier-to-distinguish nines and sixes. You've been listening to Aaron Clark as Lebichon Frise, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Eric Perry as Dr. Von Habesetzer, Head One, and Joe, June Clark Eubanks as The Albatross, Tim Sherburn as Colin and Emily, Richard Cowan as Leet, Kevin Hall as Cal, Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our theme music was composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. It's nearly the holidays, and if you're looking for an extra special stocking stuffer, how about a personalized ringtone or voicemail for that someone special? Join our Patreon at the $7 Space Monkey level or above, and get a message from the Oz9 character of your choice. Supplies are limited in the holiday crush, so get your bid in early. Or find other fun Oz9 merchandise on TeePublic at tpublic.com user slash Oz9. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, Martha, look, the new season is coming. Get the snacks ready. Okay, okay. In a dangerous new world. While we can see the helicopters coming in, it looks like the teams are arriving for this season of Soul Survivor. Live action role players will fight. I'm Sequoia. Just go. I'm Myrna. Grand chicken in. We agreed to just call me Sky. Name's Dale. I'm Cole. Hannah. To Bill. Grab I the get I need the we feathers for my arrows. Sequoia, maybe you need to grab some things. To outsmart. <gasps> oh my god. Wow. Well, look for us. Not again. To survive. No, don't, no, no. Facing Fate, Black Knight, available at FacingFate.com and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts beginning June 14th. I don't know if I want to live anymore. I just want it to end. A Dumb Dragons production.